Hello, friends, and welcome to Liberation Lectionary, uh, where each week uh, we look at the upcoming readings uh, for the, the, uh, the Sunday ahead of uh, this episode, and um, hopefully uh, to find seeds of liberation. Today, we're actually going to be talking about seeds, so it should be easy. I see what and, you did there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but we are in search of liberation and convinced that wherever we look in Scripture, it's often easy to find. So we're, uh, hopefully we're successful today. My name is Jamie Edwards Acton. I am an Episcopal priest, agitator, uh, try to be a general um, troublemaker all around. Um, and uh, with me out here in Los Angeles, if I didn't say that, and then with me uh, today, as always. Hey, friends, Francisco Garcia, also an Episcopal priest, hanging out in Nashville, Tennessee, El Travieso Chicano out here, right doing on. some organizing and some studying. I keep waiting for you to put on a cowboy hat on one of these episodes, you know, and put your boots up on the screen so you can, no, not going to happen? No, nah, man. Unless I'm listening to some banda, then it's going to be a different kind, you know. (laughs) Too much uh, Los Angeles in you. Got to keep it Ochi, you know, some Chalino Sanchez. People probably know what I'm talking about. (laughs) All right. Well, um, let's get started, Francisco. I think today uh, you are reading the gospel. We're in Mark, out of John. We're glad. Mark and loving it. And uh, and we are going to read the gospel for the... Uh, Third Sunday after Pentecost. Okay, this is Mark uh, 4, verses 26 through 34. Jesus said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself, first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, At once he goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. He also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, which, when sown upon the ground, is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the air make nests in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private to his disciples. This is the gospel of the Lord. Right on. Uh, Well, what we try to do here is just kind of, uh, you know, riff and go back and forth, hopefully inspiring each other with each comment as we go through this and just to see what, uh, what comes of it. I think today, Francisco, I, uh, as I mentioned before we start recording, uh, the, the couple verses before this mm-hmm. um, lectionary uh, assignment is, I think it's important for me and uh, for what my take on this. So I'm just going to say where in verse 23, where Jesus says, let anyone with ears to hear listen. And he said to them, pay attention to what you hear. The measure you give will be the measure you get and still more will be given. For to those who have, more will be given, and from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. Now, this uh, is often a super difficult thing to make sense of uh, when people, you know, they think they get it. Uh, but then when you think about it, it's like, whoa, that that's, uh, doesn't sound very kingdom uh, kind of. Sounds harsh, man. Sounds harsh. and very That's a gangster of, Jesus. <laughs> antithetical 
uh, to God's kingdom. And in fact, that's going to be my argument. I think that this, what Jesus is doing here is setting up the, uh, the kind of the values and the economy and the social structure of the day and with a critique. And so, you know, I, I, I ran to just check the Greek real quick because I suspected when it said, and he said to them, pay attention to what you hear. Actually, what it says there in Greek is be ye wearing or beware, right? So mm-hmm. beware of what you hear. So not that this is a good thing, right? But beware of this when people tell you the measure you give will be the measure you get and still more will be given to you. And those who have more will be given from those who have nothing, even they uh, will have that taken away. And it's, it just sounds like the Trumpian doctrine right there, right? That is, uh, that is the pull yourself up by your own bootstraps uh, kind of thinking, right? And it's myth because we know that uh, privilege and wealth has been kind of, you know, kind of extracted and stolen yeah. and then consolidated over centuries, right? The and myth kept, of meritocracy also. That's right, right. So I think Jesus is critiquing this and then he's going to come back with a counter narrative, right? And and that's where today's coming. That's why I want to start this because then he says, you know, actually the kingdom is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And he says, he says the kingdom is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how the earth produces itself for the stock, then the head, the full grain in the head. And when the grain is ripe at once, he goes in with the sickle because the harvest has come. There's no meritocracy there. There is kind of, uh, it's our birthright, right? Like equality and justice and opportunity and, uh, you know, for everybody. It's built into God's kingdom. It's organic. It's organic. There is no, we don't make it happen. Even though, even us, us activists would love to think that we make justice roll down, right? Uh, from, but, but we can play our part. And certainly there's in this uh, a part to play. And that's the sewing, right? We, we, we focus on this sewing and tending and stuff. But I mean, you know, we have here at church, uh, at the different churches where I pastor, Francisco, we have a bunch of community gardens. I know how to put a seed in the ground. I know how to water it. I know how to put, you know, compost and manure and minerals and all that and make sure it gets sun. After that, I have no clue how it happens. I understand the science of it, right? Uh, but I don't understand, like, the why. Like, what's the motivation for, you know, the, 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 the deeper existential thing of why a plant becomes a plant and produces even more seeds and stuff. I mean, it's... And I think that line is, is so perfect, right? The earth produces of itself. We don't... And it's about creation, to make it happen. right? Creation is bigger than us. And I think that that's where, even though, yes, this is about Mark and, and the story of Jesus, but we can go all the way back to, to, to Genesis, right? And it's, it requires, I think, a, a reframing even of, who we are um, and the role that we play on this earth as a humanity, right? Um, beyond a human-centric, um, you know, uh, notion, right? Thinking that we have dominion over the earth. We have never had dominion over the earth, right? right? The earth was here before us. The earth will be here after us. That's right. But what, what, how are we going to be good stewards to, to be caretakers and to be uh, deeply interrelated with nature and the earth and all of creation in a way that honors God's bigger work of creation, you know, this, right. this, and so I think that that's so, so such a beautiful line that the earth produces of itself. And 
I love that image of the sickle, right? Because it also gives that revolutionary bent to it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, there's an edge to it, you know, no pun intended there, right, with the sickle. But um, and, and that's where we play. You know, we 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 have parts to play. We have. But ultimately, yeah. we don't make God's reign happen. You know, what I mean, we we participate in God's reign and the harvest comes there's and there's our first seed of liberation, our first our first uh, kind of um, word of freedom. Right. It's like we don't have to make this happen. Right. We participate. But it, this is God's, uh, you know, this is gravity. This is God's gravity. This is where God is headed in making all this happen with us. This is um, the. Uh, you know, in the Greek, the Basileia, right? The Basileia to Theo, mm -hmm. right? The kingdom of God, right? Yeah. And this is sort of a, a demonstration of this. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you can see Mark's already getting me going like he does every three years. And, uh, and then the next little, so that's like the first parable, right? Jesus throws out there a kingdom parable describing what the kingdom is like. It's not like this economy. It's not like this society. It's not like this power structure, right? Where you give what you, you know, you, you get what you put in kind of thing, right? And, and, no, and those who have will get more. I mean, that's, it's, it's an old, old story. The second is, um, you know, with this very famous mustard seed, right? And I think that this is, uh, you know, I love this. Um, this, I mean, you, this just has a life of its own, right? I mean, this is yeah. one of those things that has just kind of, it, uh, it, transcends you know our faith or whatever every everyone understands the power of this because it speaks of a truth right it speaks of a truth that of the of the disproportionality of god's care right or concern or or focus right um or ability to make things happen right so um, and, and this is a, this is, this story goes way back into the Hebrew scriptures, right? With the prophets and stuff of where similar imagery of, you know, where trees were, you know, there's cedar trees and stuff, uh, in Ezekiel and Ezekiel and stuff like that, where, yeah. uh, as an image, right? Where this, of the smallest of there, it's where a, a twig is planted, right? From a tree becomes a big cedar tree and where the birds of the air and, you know, can come and nest and create shade and stuff. And here I, I love the mustard seed because it's the same theme, right? The tiniest, the tiniest of agency can be, create this amazing uh, thing, right? Happen in the sense of a mustard seed creates this plant, but it's still a shrub. And I like that because there's a scrappiness to, you know, it's not this giant cedar tree, but there's a certain kind of humble scrappiness uh, to the fact, but it still makes it Nevertheless, the disproportionality of how God can work through the least likely of these, right? And make the last first and make the those who are on high pull them down off their thrones and those who are down below lift them up on high. I mean, this is he's speaking to how God works here. This is how God works. This is a, such a, I really think that this is probably one of the, one of the most revolutionary, right, passages of, yeah. of the gospel um you know obviously the theme comes up again and again but yeah. if we really think about it it is this is about this uh radically uh different kind of power a power from below a power from 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 uh from smallness right that then challenges and becomes greatness and it's um it really is sort of like 
the essence of of the teachings that you know um the all the liberationist traditions right what we're talking about um you know from latin america or you know um black feminist queer all of the different liberation theologies you know have some you know have some resonance with this and and emerge from this idea of of what um this this tiny seed that gets planted and then through that process it could become this powerful entity this this entity beyond itself and it's sort of this idea of of, of collective power right it's right. about collective power from below that then allows for um real strength to occur right the strength and the 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 shade that is provided by this shrub um so i think it's just a beautiful image of yeah. the kind of the kind of kingdom or kingdom however we want to identify that that reign of god uh, the possibilities of what that looks like you know yeah and the and the community built you know the community that happens right i love this image of the birds coming in and building nests right in this and uh and that's what we want right we long for that kind of community at the while you know that one of the outcomes of this of uh like living into this agency even though you know, we're small mustard seeds, right? That we can create something big. That one of those things is community, right? Where we can gather and build nests and we can uh, enjoy each other, you know? Um, so there's, there's a lot here. Um, and then it, you kind of, and again, you know, the, it, this, is, this is Jesus trying to speak, right? As, as a revolutionary. He's really trying to counter common narrative right in his own mm -hmm. faith and in, in the society in the in the occupied society right the roman uh, imperial society and stuff and so these he's trying to get people to pay attention uh to what you know god's kind of economy god's way of thinking and being in the world and i love how he does it in these creative ways and it, that's what the end you know he with many such parables he spoke to the word to them as they were able to hear it, he did not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private to his disciples because, you know, we know the disciples, you know, not the brightest. They needed a little more bunch. explanation. Yeah, like we all not the brightest bulbs in the bunch, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is good news too, right? That's good news for me, at least. Um, that, you, know, you know, that's funny. I mean, it, we could look, yes, we could look at it at one level and say, that they were not the brightest of the bunch and of course we always have peter teasing, right i know yeah. i know yeah. we always have poor peter gets the you know <laughs> all the all the um you know what's the word bad reputation you know right but i think it's it's it, it would be interesting to think about it in terms of uh the the, the process of uh really of decolonization that we mm -hmm. all need to go through right of unlearning that we right. if they they grew up in a system and in a culture um, that was very hierarchical, right? Very authoritarian, where especially depending on the place that they were, they had very little power, right? Um, some of them were well more well off than others, but you know they were fishermen, they were you know uh, working folk. Um, they had very little power over the major decisions of their lives. You know they had to pay tribute to to you know the empire um and so this is like sort of like a radical reorientation of their life and mm -hmm. of the of, of their power of their agency 
right? And so imagine like what that meant at that time and what it what it still means to us today, right? How we live in our society and we take all these things for granted about what we can and can't do. Um, uh, and especially um, in, in our economic and political context and how this parable of the mustard seed and this, you know, the, these twin parables, right? Can really change the way we think about our power and our agency and our ability to be, um, you know, faithful, um, sort of in God's call um, to uh, to create a different world, right? Yeah, yeah. Change our circumstances and and then be attuned to the wider world around us. Yeah, and your comment makes me think uh, that really what this last couple lines is about are about. I think is he's you know he is training them to be organizers, right? In the movie. Yeah. And so he, you know, he teaches in parables, right? Because he knows there's power there, right? It meets people where they're at. It uses the language that they can, that's accessible to them. And mm -hmm. it's not esoteric and it's not, you know, academic and sorry, Francisco, I know you're getting your PhD. And, uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's something that Paulo Freire, right, would, mm -hmm. would appreciate. And so, but, the, but he then needs to take the disciples and say, look, we're not just, we don't want people to stay in the imagery, right? We don't want people to just, just stay in the metaphors, right? We're using the metaphors uh, for other purposes. Um, and we're headed somewhere and they're speaking to, to real truths that are happening mm -hmm. uh, that we can't under you know imperial occupation we can't necessarily talk about openly right or if we're the minority in a particular you know kind of faith context or whatever we can't openly talk about so we have to hint through metaphor and imagery until until there's a critical mass right that's right that's mass right. movement right and i think yeah. that's where you have the power of the mustard seed until it sort of grows and becomes this shrub right you're that's building right. your capacity you're building your awareness your engagement um, and I think that that's, yeah, that you're right. I think that's what Jesus is behind closed doors. is like, okay, let me break it down for you, right? That's right. This, this is Continuing what, ed for organizers. Right this here. is how we're going to operationalize the mustard seed, right? right? And yeah. we're going to, here's how we're going to actually do the work, right? So yeah, I can imagine, you know, we're in a context where we're, we're giving this vision about, you know, this beautiful, uh, you know, uh, another world is possible, right? We want to create this vision. And then we're like, okay, after after the after the big exciting rally we're right. going to talk about the nuts and bolts like okay you're going to go and you know uh, delegate the the task you're going to know what it means to have right. a a one-on-one -on -one conversation you're going to know how to have a direct action you're going to know That's how right. to influence your the you know your your the places where you live work and play so we can build some collective power right it's that re the reflection uh step right in the cycle of organizing yeah. after the stuff and like okay, what did we just do, right? What did we, how did we just do? Where are we now? Where do we go from here kind of thing? Um, yeah, I love that. This, uh, is, this is totally, I mean, this is totally, uh, I think these parables give the vision and give the practice. It's, it's yeah. the theory and the practice together, really. Yeah. Cool. Well, Francisco, if you got any other comments? This has been a good, um, a good time. No, I think, I think this is good. Um, just, it's always... I, I think it's an invitation for us to ask, what does it look like for us in our ministry, in our organizing, in whatever that we're doing to try to sort of, you know, apply these passages and, and the, uh, through the lens of liberation to our faith and our work? What does it look like for us, right, in right. practice? What is right. it, how, how does the mustard seed imagery play out 
Um, and, you know, I'm just thinking about one experience this week The um, you know, I was able to accompany some, some tenants that are, you know, engaged in a real grassroots struggle here in Nashville, um, fighting um, a forced eviction, um, you know, from their, from their, um, you know, property management. And I think that, you know, they really came together in a, in a powerful way with the support of a really important um, organization here in Nashville called the Workers' Dignity that does, uh, you know, great um, grassroots organizing. And um, they're pushing back on, on the assumptions that, you know, these, these companies think that they can just trample upon people because they're poor, because they're immigrants, or because all these different things. But, you know, folks are pushing back. And so um, to, to demand, you know, just housing, uh, that, uh, yeah. which should be everyone's right. And to me, I, that's an, that's the perfect imagery of the mustard seed, right? Uh, bearing yeah. bearing fruit, showing its showing its beautiful um, shrubbery, so that um, there can be some shade for people. Yeah, I I think that's great. And you just remind me two things. One, my you know to reflect upon my own mustard seed experiences I'm going through right now, uh, which you, you know about, and just someone you know uh, close to me just experiencing. Um, you know, uh, mental health issues and just it's exposed what every, you know, with the, the larger conversation, it's exposed for in a very personal way for me, these uh, how we've structured, how we approach and how we've kind of structured a community response to mental health issues and and um, but and, and how uh, infuriating and, and uh, it has been. Uh, but at the same time, to see these mustard seed like the state assembly just passed bill whatever 988 or something like that where that's probably what it is because the number is going to be 988 and it's an alternative to 911 and mm. it's so that there's a statewide number that you yeah. can call so you don't have to default to the police right to ask for help in a mental health crisis and uh, and that's a that's a you know they're they're so in this you know I've been forced into this journey to uh see all these mustard seeds, you know, yeah. that have the potential for becoming these big bushy plants where community can be built. And, and the second thing, it just makes me think we need to, you do a great job of this, Francisco, but we need to remind people of, you know, where the liberation is actually living out, like where, where it is blossoming in our midst uh, constantly, not just, it's fun to go into the text and everything, but really why we do it is so we can bring it home, right? Yeah, I mean, and I think that's, if, if we're doing the work in the right way, I mean, in the liberation tradition, that's what it's about, you know, theologizing about and reflecting on the text is a secondary task. The primary task is to be the actually committed to the work of liberation and right. then reflecting on it, right? That's oh right. yeah, I see this, right? So yeah, think about it, everyone, if you're listening about your own context and where this can, where you are, where this is blossoming for you, um, and connect with uh, uh, yeah. people and, and places that are doing the, doing work. So and yeah, share, I mean, and, and share with us in the comments. We'd yeah, love we to hear about it. Hear some mustard seed examples, um, and 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 do that on Facebook. Uh, and we're, we post uh, on Instagram as well. And uh, each episode, and then also, if you don't know yet, we're uh, 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 available as a podcast as well on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Um, and so, uh, and please leave a review there that helps us to get the word out. We're trying to share, uh, 
you know, whatever is going on with us, uh, with you that you can use in your sermons or your rally speeches or your dinner table conversations. Uh, but let us know. Let us know if uh, uh, we know we know we have two listeners out there. So let us know if there's any. <laughs> Hopefully a few more. But yes, <laughs> no, we have, I think I think we have more. Uh, but uh, we'd love to hear from you. So just uh, even if it's a hello. So. That's because we're slowly, we're, we, we are like the mustard seed, see? That's right. We've That's been right. planted and soon, sooner or later. And my hair is oh. starting to look like those mustard leaves, you know? It's like starting to grow out a little bit. And so, all right. All right. I'm excited. All right. Thanks, Francisco. As okay, always, thank enjoy. You. Everyone out there, take care. Peace, friends. Peace.